World of Warcraft community is the best community ever. It is so good. Around how much it's helped solidify friendships, you know, like... The third faction is the important, is truly the most important, because we all have a say in it. Hello and welcome to The Third Faction, a podcast about the community of World of Warcraft. Well, it has been up until now, but this is our return show after a summer hiatus. And today we will be talking about the Activision Blizzard King lawsuit, how we feel about it, what it means for the future of our favourite games, and what it means for the future of this podcast. So if you don't want to listen to some possibly triggering content, this might not be the podcast for you. But what hasn't changed is that I'm still Demetrios. You can still call me Demi, and I am, as always, very, very lucky to be joined by the one and only Bricko. How are you, buddy? Doing all right, Demi. Thanks so much. Uh, by the way, you're the queen of all of this, so I'm lucky to have you. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. It's been um, it's been a bit of a weird summer. Um, you know, I've not played as much World of Warcraft as I might have done. I have dipped my toes into a couple of other games, which we'll probably come on to in a bit. Um, but yeah, it's it's been good. We haven't been away, which I think has been the strangest thing of all, because we normally would have gone down to the Cornish coast for at least a week. Um, but with one thing and another, that just hasn't been possible. Um, but yeah, it's it's still been good. It's been nice to have a break, um, especially, I think with everything that's happened at Blizzard, um, Activision yeah. Blizzard. Um, but what about you? How's your summer been? It's been extremely busy. Our hiatus, sadly, shouldn't have been, but probably was <laughs> overall good for the mind, you know, with all the crap going on with ABK. Yes. And, and then also me off racing with my buddy and, and camping as often as we can with the family and stuff just it's been super busy i'm a little tired but i'm ready for a little time off this winter to recuperate <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I, and you know i think although we didn't plan to take a hiatus i you know i think actually what what happened with um abk at the end of july was a, a, it might actually have given us both a bit of a mental break and a, and a, and time to have that kind of space, which sometimes you need in content creation, you know? Right. Yeah. It's, it was, you know, I missed you, but luckily yes, we have Twitter. I missed you too. Yeah. You know, so I got most of your morning messages <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, to the masses, all of our fans and friends out there. Um, but yeah, as weird as it is, it, and, I don't know, as frustrating as it is, the hiatus probably was was a good thing. It yeah. helped clear, clear my head a little bit with where we want to take this show and what we're going to do in the future and, and how to go about it, kind of. You know, I'm not super well thought out on it, but but I, I'm more familiar with where, where, where us talking today will help us figure out, you know, more of what we want to do. Yeah, and I think the other thing is, is it, the unfortunate thing about, for this show, not the only unfortunate thing from the lawsuit, I mean, we'll get into more detail about that in a bit, but the the unfortunate thing for us is that we'd just done our, we'd got to our one year, we've got all these lovely plans and things that we want to do to give you more content with the show, 
Um, and then all those plans went out the window because we just we we couldn't we couldn't find the love at that point. Um, so should we cover a bit of the timeline of the events of what have actually happened since July the twentieth? Yeah, we should. Yeah, hang in there, fans and folks. Uh, it's a bit of you know a lot of this has been out there, but but I think it's good to kind of get our thoughts on it and get it out to you guys. Yeah. Have, uh, been there for us. Yeah, absolutely. So on Tuesday, July the 20th, the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing filed the lawsuit against, Act- against Activision Blizzard King, alleging discrimination and sexual harassment against women in the workplace. And it's not just against women, it's against trans people, um, it's against people of color. You know, it it's quite wide, it's very widespread, in fact, I would say. Uh, the lawsuit mentions cube crawls in which drunk male employees subject women to unwanted advances. There is a lack of women in leadership positions, unequal pay for women, and a lack of action from HR around many of these complaints. The suit also specifically calls out the actions of former WOW senior creative director Alex Afrizabi, who was permitted to engage in blatant sexual harassment with little to no repercussions. And then the news actually broke on the Wednesday, the July the 21st. Um, and I'm I'm reading this from an article on PC Gamer, which I'll put in the notes, but it's very handy because it gives you all the details in a timeline. Um, so the news broke on the 21st of July on Wednesday, uh, and in a statement sent to PC Gamer and other press outlets, Activision Blizzard spokesperson said the lawsuit includes distorted and in many cases false descriptions of Blizzard's past. <laughs> and that the DFEH was acquired, was required by law to adequately investigate and to have good faith discussions with us to better understand and to resolve any claims or concerns before going to litigation, but they failed to do so. Instead, they rushed to file an inaccurate complaint, as we will demonstrate in court. So at that point, kind of the world blew up, didn't it? It did, and it should have. Because yes. I don't know how much more tone deaf you could be. Well, we're going to get to that. Actually, you can get more tone deaf. There's two other people who we're going to be talking about in their quotes. Yeah. Um, but, I, oh, I think. Oh, my God. Yeah. At that point, the. I mean, I went and read through the whole lawsuit, the 29 pages of the filed lawsuit, um, which was pretty traumatic to read, I would say. Yeah. Um, the details in there, the frat boy. I mean, this this is the term that comes up again and again and again in relation to the ABK lawsuit. The frat boy atmosphere. Um, the fact that the harassment and culture at ABK, it, it, it appears, led, you know, led to somebody taking their own life, which is... And uh, you know, horrifying. Yeah, the worst on a business trip. Yes. (laughs) Um, you know, you just and and the I think even in that press release that Activision Blizzard released on the twenty first of July, they said something along the lines of for the Department of Fair Employment and Housing to bring in that uh, incident was you know they felt was below the belt and it's like well actually if you read the lawsuit the implication is pretty clear that 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 
happened as a direct result of sexual harassment in the workplace. Right. Somebody needs to go to jail. Uh, I, I th- yeah, I, mean, I think there will be some serious repercussions. If that, you know, we don't know if the, the, the person implicated in that is still employed by ABK. Um, so, yeah, so that was that visceral gut reaction and anger that we all had on that Wednesday and, and, and Thursday waking up in the EU to it, because obviously I think by the time it happened on the, um, on the Wednesday, it was a bit late for a lot of us in the, in the EU. But when we woke up to it on the Thursday, you just, it just beggared belief. You know, we, we, the shock, the anger, um, and and I spoke about this on a podcast that I was on last week. Um, it was that we and, and we might come on to this a bit more when we get into the the uh, past heroes in quotation marks. We get onto their responses, but we held a we held Blizzard in particular. We held to a much higher standard because they told us that they believed every voice mattered. Right. <laughs> and. Turns out- <laughs> yeah. Maybe the uh I like to think most folks did there, but a lot of key ones did not. Yes, and I think they <laughs> you know, we held them up to that higher standard and they let us down. Um but we'll 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 get on to some of that probably as we go through this timeline. So and I you know, we haven't spoken about this on the show yet, which is why we're covering it. I know a lot of people may be tired of hearing this, but it's important to keep talking about it because the fight is still happening. Yeah, and all the shows I listen to, you know, I'm kind of a podcast freak. Um, I actually also got tired of it. All my favorite shows were covering it, and and you have to. No shade here. But I ended up skipping a couple that I really like because I it's been drilled into my, you know, like I got that Sylvanas fatigue in the game. Yeah. You know, this, you know, I I hurt so badly for all the folks involved with this crap. And there's a at a certain point you gotta distance it a little bit while keeping it in mind and, and cheering for folks like Jessica and, and uh Jessica Gonzalez and and uh the just the folks that wanna make a better ABK, you know, like so you got <laughs> I I I've not said a whole lot about it on my, or, you know, on my own behalf because we haven't had a show, but now it's, it's frustrating to talk about it again, but I think it's good and maybe a little cathartic. You know, we're not the ones that were actually hurt, but we can do something for those that were, I like to think. So I don't know if I said that right, Demi. <laughs> no, no, that, yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. And the, yeah, people do get fatigued and they do get tired. And and that's and when you start to get tired, that's when you have to remember this is when people stop fighting. And this is why, like, if we stop, if we take the pressure off now, now that the the fire has gone out of it, because you can't stay that angry for that for no. a continued length of time. It is exhausting, but you have to hold on to some spark of it to make change happen. You have yep. to hold on to it, and that's why you know. We're still discussing it now, and we will come back to this in future shows because it's a you know it's a conversation that has to keep happening. It's a topic that um, we largely stayed away from on our show. We uh, we launched our show in the midst of the method um, 
yeah. allegations and all everything that fell out from all of that. Um, and it is no coincidence that Alex Afriazabi, the man named in the ABK lawsuit, left Activision Blizzard in June last year, in June 2020, when all the shitstorm happened uh, around Method and other streamers and, and people in the gaming community with those with sexual harassment allegations going around. That is no coincidence. That is no. the reason that he left. Under I'm quite sure of that. Yep. Yes. Yes. So, so at that point, everybody's very raw, very upset. Then on July the 22nd, J. Allen Brack emails staff to say that the behavior detailed in the lawsuit is completely unacceptable. And that Activision president, Rob Costish, now this is not a misspelling of Bobby Kotick, I did check this, emails the staff calling the allegations deeply disturbing and says that we as a company take the, every allegation seriously. Now, at the same time, uh, so fr on Friday, July the 23rd, this video starts going around of the WoW panel Q&A. Um, again, if you haven't seen that, it's on this PC Gamer article, you'll be able to see it, um, where one, one of the um, audience members, a woman, asks a question about having less sexualized female characters in the game. Uh, and Alex Afrazabi and Jay Allen Brack make jokes in response. So that kind of, you know, it's it backs up the the uh, part of the lawsuit that says, you know, this is historic. This is not new. This has been going on at ABK for years. Uh, you know, that kind of culture has been there. And then also, it, now the July twenty third was quite a busy day because Mike Morhaime then published his thoughts and you know, did a tweet saying that I wanted to acknowledge the women who had awful experiences. I hear you, I believe you, and I'm so sorry to let you down. But the problem being, Mike Morhaime worked alongside Alex Afrazabi for quite a long time, and he was in charge of the company. Yep. So this now, it's I, I believe it's possible to not realize how much of an asshole you might work with. But for as long as they were doing to that together. And I don't know, it's hard to believe you wouldn't see some signs. It's very, very hard to believe, especially when there are people who then come out on Twitter and say, I told you what was happening. Exactly. You know, um, so this is, so on the Thursday, we're all shocked. We're all, you know, we, we've held these guys to a higher standard. And people are saying, oh, well, you know, it's not the old guard. It's not the Morhames. It's not the Metzens. It's not yeah, this is Craig Street. Whatever. You know, it's all Activision, blah, blah, blah. It's nothing <laughs> to do with our, our wonderful people from Blizzard. And then it starts to sink in that actually, yeah, it was all those heroes. They were there. They knew what was happening. Um, and that's a message that keeps keeps reiterating and sort of leaking out of the cracks, if you like. Um, yeah. as this goes on. And then the final thing on July the 23rd, because this first week was intense, guys. This it first was. week of all this shit going down was very intense. So July the 23rd, we get Fran Townsend. <laughs> the woman who has become the mustache twirling villain so far of this piece uh, came out with, an, with a, it was a, an email that she sent internally uh, and in the four months at the time, so she started with Activision Blizzard King on Mar in March 2021. At this point, she had only worked for the company for four months. 
And she said that she believed she was joining a company where she would be valued, treated with respect and provided equal opportunities equal to those afforded to the men. She believes that ABK truly values equality and fairness. And she went on to reiterate the, that the, uh, the initial response, the initial, initial uh, Activision Blizzard response, that the lawsuit's claims were inaccurate. She also went on to say that they were old, so therefore, you know, they didn't really matter anymore. That was the implication. Um, well, that went down like a complete shitstorm. <laughs> You'd think if uh, you had a certain stature in any form of work or humanity you'd have a little freaking self-awareness um apparently that's lacking yes it was utterly utterly tone deaf uh it i wouldn't be surprised if she didn't write that first press you know that first statement to be honest they were so in line and so tone deaf and this is a woman who was part of the women in blizzard committee right you know, how can she possibly hope to represent women when actually she is more misogynistic than a lot of men? Right. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And for more on that, I can throw this in here, Demi. I think it would be okay. We can edit it later if not. But uh, Jessica Gonzalez, who is a huge um, spokesperson for those folks at Blizzard still working there, was on with Josh Corbett on Countdown to Classic. Yes. Uh, three shows ago. And... He's quite the interviewer, and she was quite the interviewee. So I do recommend you guys to to go listen to her um, and follow her on Twitter. It's pretty it's pretty brilliant what she's um, dealing with right now and and staying in that position at Blizzard. So yeah, and and it's because of people like Jessica Gonzalez that I that I am continuing to play the game. Yep, yep, um, and the folks there that need the money for my sub. Yeah, you know yeah. that, and then I'll keep that blue heart on my right by Bricko on my Twitter feed, and yep. I'll, I'll continue to uh, uh, re- retweet uh, anything with hashtag a better ABK. Um, you know, various iterations. Yeah, because we're all with you. And another thing I should I should mention, I'm not sure if you listen as often as I do, Debbie, but the the uh, uh, Blizzwatch podcast with Matt and Joe and the and Liz. Um, is really good obviously <laughs> they, they got great content they also do a lore watch and at the end of each of those shows they have a nice um uh, send off every every week uh saying that they stand with the people at, at abk or at blizzard you know um that are fighting this unspeakable crap they say it a little more eloquently than me but <laughs> um give them guys a listen to their and liz um there's been some good uh there's been some good, good byplay on a lot yeah. of shows. Yeah. So there are, you know, as as we go through this timeline, we'll talk about, you know, what why we're still doing what we're doing. Um, but yeah, we're st- unbelievably we're still in the first week of all this going down. So on the oh. Saturday, the July twenty fourth, Metzen, Mister Chris Metzen, tweets saying, "We failed, and I'm sorry." Um, now, I'm not going to go through all these tweets. You can go and find them if you want to. But again, disappointing that somebody that we'd held in such high regard had not stepped forward and, and done what we all believed they should have done. Right. Um, then the 26th of July, this is the Monday. So uh, almost a week after the filing and six days after it's actually been made public knowledge, 
Uh, Activision holds an all-hands meeting. Now, an all-hands meeting, to my understanding, means everybody in the company, but they held it in a room that only had room for 500 staff. Um, Executive Joshua Taub reportedly attempts to address the lawsuit, saying there's zero tolerance for the behaviour described in the lawsuit and that ABK works with employees and the accused to work on a resolution and that Fran, Fran Townsend's response wasn't the right communication. Now, also on July 26th, more than 1,000 current and former ABK employees sign an open letter to management calling Townsend's statement abhorrent and insulting to all that we believe our company should stand for. The employee statement continues, our values as employees are not accurately reflected in the words and actions of our leadership. And then it ends with a statement saying uh, that employees stand with all our friends, teammates and colleagues as well as the members of our dedicated community who have experienced mistreatment or harassment of any kind. Uh, so that, that, and that continued to grow, that um, open letter continued to grow throughout the next week or so. And then on Tuesday the 27th, a whole week after, late on Tuesday afternoon, we get a public note from Bobby Kotick. So it's taken the CEO of Activision Blizzard King a week to address this with his employees. It's uh, unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, and it's only after the employees state that they will walk out on Wednesday. Uh, so on the, so this is on the Tuesday the 27th. So the pl- employees plan to walk out on the Wednesday. The open letter has passed uh, 3,000 signatures, and the employees now put in place the four demands that they request, which have still not been addressed or met as we record this on Sunday, the 12th of September. So the four demands are an end to mandatory arbitration, more diverse recruiting and hiring practices, publication of compensation data, promotion rates and salary ranges, and a company-wide diversity, equality and inclusion task force empowered to hire a third-party company to audit Activision Blizzard. None of those demands have yet been met. In response to that, or what it appears to be in response to that, Bobby Kotick writes a public note, some of which says the initial response was tone deaf and that we are taking swift action to be compassionate, caring company you came to work for and to ensure a safe environment. There is no place anywhere at our company for discrimination, harassment or unequal treatment of any kind. The letter announces immediate steps to investigate claims, hold listening sessions and make personnel changes enforce diverse hiring practices and change inappropriate game content. Uh, anyone, to, anyone found to have impeded the integrity of our process for evaluating claims and imposing appropriate consequences will be terminated. The only thing that, well, there is nothing on those lists of four demands that he addressed. He didn't, uh, you know, nothing, just nothing. So on the Wednesday, the walkout goes ahead. And some others who aren't able to attend the workout stop working remotely. Uh, and employees responded to Kotick's letter saying they're pleased to see that our collective voices has convinced leadership to change the tone of their communication. But our critical elements, uh, the, the letter failed to address critical elements at the heart of employee concerns. And today's walkout will demonstrate that this is not a one-time event that our leaders can ignore. We will not return to silence. So that was at the start of the walkout. Game developers across the industry then came out. We now see a um, 
better Ubisoft yep. starting to grow. Ubisoft came out. Um, was it Ubisoft or was it Riot? I think oh. it was Ubisoft. Yeah, Ubisoft came out in solidarity with the Blizzard employees and a 1,000 yeah. people at Ubisoft signed a letter. Riot Games are still going through their lawsuit, which started in 2018, um, under similar circumstances, so it's still going on. And then, on July the 28th, another bombshell drops, gets dropped. So this is on the day of the walkout. Kotaku publishes the report on the Cosby Suite. Yeah. And that was like, it, it's at this point, it starts to feel a bit like death by a thousand cuts because now we've got Greg Street, somebody who a lot of um, World of Warcraft players held in extremely high regard from the early days, um, who, in, who interacted with a lot of us via Twitter, via the forums, who engage, actively engaged with the community. Um, a good voice at the time. Yeah. And... He was in the photo in a hotel room that had been nicknamed the Cosby Suite. Um, and just, I mean, there were WhatsApp conversations around this. There were, you know, the idea that you would name a essentially a bedroom in a hotel after right. Bill Cosby. And the, the idea, you know, they're all saying, oh, well, it wasn't known how bad he was at that point, blah, blah, blah. No, there were already lots of things, lots of, you know, he. I think he'd even had charges brought against him at that point. I think um, he was exonerated once by then, but yes, there was, I don't know if exonerated is right or settled is whatever. Yeah, but in 2013, the, and then you look at the text threads. Yeah, from those fellas. <laughs> shit was known. Shit oh. was known. So this was just horrific. Uh, so at this point, it's a week later. You know, we're all kind of those of us in the community that create content are like, we don't know what we're gonna do. We don't know if we can continue to support this. We don't know if we can carry on talking about this game or even playing this game. Um, it's just horrendous. And it keeps coming. The New York Times publishes, publishes an investigation into the new pub, newly public accounts of sexual harassment and discrimination. Um, people saying they were paid less than their boyfriend who joined the company after them doing the same job. Um, managers messaging them on Facebook, asking them what kind of porn they watch. Uh, you know, uh, I and then Friday, the, July the 30th, Vice publishes an article about Blizzard recruiters at a 2015 hacker conference harassing security researchers. Um, Waypoint writes about Activision Blizzard IT worker at a company in Minnesota's office who installed spy cameras in the unisex bathroom and pleaded guilty in 2018 to interference with privacy. IGN publishes a report based on interviews with seven current and former employees who speak of a number of issues, including women being elevated differently than men and breastfeeding rooms not having locks. One employee characterized the company's attempts to fix its culture as putting lipstick on it. And 
The train by this point has gained quite a lot of steam and just keeps moving. The barn has been whitewashed, as it were. <laughs> yeah. Sunday, August the 1st. Fran Townsend, she's kicking off again. She's not yet gone off Twitter, but it won't be a mo- it won't be long till she does leave Twitter because she caused an absolute furore by tweeting on Saturday the first of August an an article titled "The Problem with Whistleblowing" and then going on to block employees of ABK on Twitter. Stupefying. I, I don't. How can you be so thick? The unbelievable lack of awareness mm-hmm. to tweet that and to then go through and start <sighs> and start blocking employees who work for your company that are challenging what you've tweeted is absolutely ridiculous. It's the biggest cell phone in history, I think. Yeah, uh, I, <laughs> it just yeah. I mean, what could you say about that? It's exactly. like how how could you be so utterly blind? And I think I'm not sure if you remember when, but this is when I really remember seeing Jessica start tweeting and start going nuts. And when I followed her, it was right around this time frame. Yes, me too. And I'm like, oh, okay, wow. You know, yeah. I'm like, oh. So it's around this time that we start seeing more uh, Twitter activity from um, current and ex-Blizzard employees. So there's Jessica Gonzalez. There's also Cher, um, who I'm really sorry. I can't remember her full name at the moment. I'll have a quick look on um, Twitter. Uh, Uh, Cher Scarlet, Cher the Dev. Yes. Um, So these two women are doing amazing work in Try at this point there. I think Cher was trying to collate lots of um victim stories. Um, and Jessica Gonzalez is talking about you know, she works at Blizzard, she wants to make a difference. There are pictures of her at the walkout, you know, they want to make a better ABK, which then Jeez. obviously we have the Twitter a better ABK. Um and I think it's at this point that we start to understand that there are people employed there who are proud of the work that they have done and who want to keep working at Blizzard because they know if they leave, it opens the floodgates for the frat boys. Yeah, it it, it should have the opposite effect. <laughs> I mean, as far as leaving the gate open, um, it it should be, we lost good people uh, we're going to suffer. Uh, we did this to ourselves kind of a thing. But I, I fear that you're right, that if they were to leave, even though they love where they're at and they want to make it better, I mean, maybe love's too strong of a word, especially right now, but the fact that they want to stay and make it better is all I need to know about their character. You know? Yes. Um, the the fuck twits that, that uh, left in the, 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 under the cloak of night and uh, disappeared. They yeah. can all, you know, take a long walk off a short pier, as I like to say. But yep, with a heavy weight yeah. touched to their ankles. Exactly, you know. And there's a really good picture I just saw again. Somebody retweeted it the other day of Jessica with her megaphone. Yes, shouting down that dude. There's a bit of that she talks about too on on yeah. her interview with Josh. But it's pretty good. That's a that's a strong that's a strong woman right there. That's yep. 
yeah i'm i'm very proud uh you know she's not my friend of course but we're we're on twitter to get you know whatever but i'm very proud and uh honored to stand with folks like her yeah and, and hope that my favorite game gets it's better moving forward. It, yes. it can't get worse. Let's put it that way, right? No. Uh, so it might be small stuff at first, but it's got to start somewhere. And this is a good, as good a time as any, I guess. Yeah. Start the healing and the, and the stop the tomfoolery and jackassery and general horribleness. Yeah. And it's it's around, you know, it's it's taken a while, but it's around this time that we start to, the, there are some signals of stuff changing. So, um. On Tuesday, the August the 3rd, Jay Allen Brack steps down or leaves his position as head of Blizzard. Um, now, there is some... I have heard some people say... like So, Alex Afrazabi was named in the lawsuit. Jay Allen Brack was also named in the lawsuit as not having stopped Alex Afrazabi, but he was the person that fired him eventually. Okay. So, I, But I also think he had no choice but to go. Right. And to not have anything said about it and keep it quiet. Yes. Um, I think there is... Um, it's not that I feel sorry for J. Allen Brack because I think he should have done more sooner, but I do also feel that he may have been a bit of a scapegoat here. Up yeah, to a point. I think someone had to go, you know, right or wrong. Um, and maybe he's had the best intentions but yeah he didn't do enough soon enough and he nope. was in that video 10 years ago so right um so yeah so we're we're what are we now about 10 days in uh jab goes and in his um stead we get the co-leaders so they're not presidents i don't quite understand the terminology of their titles but we get jen o'neill and mikey barra now mike is a World of Warcraft player. Jen has some solid uh, credentials for her job. And I have read a couple of articles. I went and had a look at who she was because I didn't know who she was. Um, and I read a couple of articles with her and her take on uh, being femme presenting in the gaming industry and in games is pretty good. pretty good, I would say. She's aware that things need to improve and she's done work to do that um so mikey barra has been with blizzard for quite a few years and as i said is a wow player a very skilled wow player i mean this guy runs mythic plus 20s and whatnot like it's you know like he's sitting down to wow <laughs> play checkers or something yeah um that well, all. If I'm not mistaken, didn't um, didn't she come from that studio that redid um, Tony Hawk and whatnot? Yes, yeah. So, so she was. So Jen came through Vicarious and, Visions. Yeah. Yes, that's the one. Yeah. Who is now yeah. part of Blizzard, right? Yes. <laughs> um. So, but she's you know, if you go and and look at some of the stuff that she's said in interviews. I'm very hopeful with her there. Mikey Barra has some not so great credentials in that he has been friends with a lot of the people that have now been removed from Blizzard. So this is also when not only does J. Allen Brack go, but this is the start of a lot of other people being cleared out as well. And unfortunately, Mikey Barra does have some connections to them. Now, whether he... Um, 
you know, we'll have to wait and see what comes of that, if anything. So, right. I like um, to think that uh, acquaintances, I don't know. Yeah, acquaintances <laughs> rather than friends. You know, you just happen to for, work in the yeah. same building would be nice, but we don't. Exactly. Know. Had yeah. a beer the other day, you know, whatever type of yeah. deal, you know, after work. But, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> I'm not going to lie, Demi, I'm over here searching for the goddamn bright spots. Yes, yes. So, Jen, I would say Jen O'Neill's appointment was a bright spot at this point. Um, we also get the news on the 3rd of August that Blizzard's head of HR, uh, Jesse Meschuk, has left. That was it. They didn't say why. He just said he was no longer with the company. Um, and also, uh, the employees of A Better ABK, so those that have uh, you know, taken the fight to Blizzard, released a statement rejecting Activision Blizzard's choice of law firm. Wilma Hale, um, because Wilma Hale has a history of discouraging workers' rights and collective action. They are basically a union-busting company. That Ian worked for. That Ian has a Costas worked for, that Fran Townsend has connections to. They are There are a lot of connections to Wilma Hale within a ABK C-suite, um, not least of all that Ian used to work for them. Um, now at this point, Ian has not said anything. Done any? You know, he has not, as a person, he himself has not said anything on this lawsuit. Um, and you know, it's it's strange to me this Wilma Hale thing. Um, it's not strange in that Activision Blizzard want to protect their interests, and this is a perfect company to do it. I feel it's strange that Ian Hazacostas has not said anything about it. Right. Um, uh, the, and it's pro- I hope it's not just posturing, but it shouldn't be bad that he has a history with Wilmer Hale. It shouldn't, it, but it, it, it is uh, the way that they have, the reason that they have been brought in. Right makes me worried and that's why i'm like well he's still there yeah you know so that gives me a little hope that he's done nothing wrong <laughs> you know yeah as i far I, as I don't get the impression that ian has Acostas has done anything down the road of the sexual harassment stuff whether he's inadvertently promoted people um or anything like that you know remains to be seen but if that's the culture yeah. within the company that is a cult that is a company wide culture that's not just down to him right um anyway we'll see if there'll be any more heads that roll how any any uh, however let's carry on yes <laughs> uh august the 6th bloomberg publishes a report revealing additional details about frat boy work culture and rock star mentality throughout blizzard's history after its success with world of warcraft um so that's you know we know that that is when you know that just continues uh three august the 11th so this is the wednesday this is the following week now so we're three weeks in uh blizzard entertainment leadership to part of the company three longtime members diablo game director louis baraga lead level designer jesse mccree and world of warcraft designer jonathan the craft now i believe that these were all people who were in the cosby suite picture uh, okay. After his name, then all so another. Or so we're now. Thread. Yeah, then we yeah. get to August the twenty sixth, 
So this is, you know, two weeks after. So things are starting to slow down now. Changes aren't happening as quickly. The pressure's gone off the after the immediate firestorm has happened. So it then takes two weeks. After his namesake left the company, Blizzard decided to rename McCree in Overwatch. So this is a... This is a big deal, right? We know that Blizzard, already by this point, Blizzard have removed a lot of stuff uh, uh, referencing Afrazabi in WoW. Overwatch. Yeah, a, a quick side, did you see the um, Alliance players letting Horde players in to kill Afrazabi's yes. character? Yes. Hell yeah. Yeah. So in the immediate afterflow, um, there was a lot of... Um, uh, horde players coming into the into Stormwind and killing the Afrazabi character standing in Stormwind, and a lot of Alliance players saying, "Dig out, go for it. We will, you know, we will support you." Yes. Now a lot of the references to Afrazabi have been removed, and we're now going to see Jesse McCree, the character, a central character in Overwatch, be renamed. There will also obviously have to be work done on voice lines because any voice lines used addressing his character will have to be changed. Yeah, I've not played um, much of that, but he's very, like, he's iconic. Yeah, he's a game. huge part of that game. Like, his gun gonna... is, is something in, in Roblox or, yeah. or... Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> so all of that's going to have to change. Now, so this article only takes us up to August 26th. Um, but we now also know that in the 9.1.2 patch of World of Warcraft, Macari, the Zargus subzone, is going to be renamed because that was also named after Jesse McCree. Um, it's going to be Eldrath or Eridath. Yeah, Eridath. Now this also has implications because everything in World of War, everything in World of Warcraft that uh references that will have to be changed whether that is voice lines quest text yep. um you know um everything that characters reference that will have to be changed so you know these are not small changes and they are important they are really they really time. important yeah i think you know one of the things that from the overwatch press release that stood out to me was that they said we will not be naming People, places, equipment after anybody within the company going forward. And a heartbreaker too, because it would sure be neat to have a McCree that you could believe. You know what I mean? Like it would be neat to honor those that make a great game for us. But if you can't trust them to not be dicks, yeah. That wrecks one bad apple. Well, a few bad apples wrecks it for the rest of the bunch. Yes. It's just horrible. Yep. Yep. But what um, else are they going to do? You know. Yep. So, in amongst all of this, that kind of brings us up to date to where we are now. So it's now September the twelfth. ABK um, have not responded to the employees' demands. They still have not acknowledged those employee demands, um, and you know, we nothing. We we've heard nothing from them. Since the last earnings call, uh, let me just go back to when the earnings call was. So the that earnings, was right around the time Brack stepped down. The earnings he, call, and I believe that's one of the reasons. 
was August the 3rd, the same day that Brack stepped down. Mm-hmm. Um, the quarterly earnings call, Bobby Kotick states there's no room for harassment. People will be held accountable. But the, after the call, the Blizzard employees point out that on, on social media that ABK has yet to fully acknowledge any of the demands put forth before their walkout. And those demands have still not been acknowledged or addressed. You know, before you address them, you have to acknowledge them. And we haven't even gotten an acknowledgement right. yet. Peep. So, no, not even a peep. Nope. Nothing. So whilst all this is going on, there are a lot of us in the content creation space, um, you know, a lot of us that cr- produce media around World of Warcraft, Overwatch. Um, you know, you c- it, this does not just touch Blizzard. This goes through Activision as well. So people that play Call of Duty, you know, I'm not part of that community, but I don't know how they're reacting. I don't know if they're even aware. Well, and I think it's, I think it's just a, I don't even know that it matters necessarily the vocation of your corporate offices or or whatever, whether you're an accountant or a game designer or whatever, it points to a larger problem because obviously it's not just ABK, right? It's dealing with stuff because they were dicks, you know, uh, Ubisoft is getting into their 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 folks are lining up with the blizzard folks i imagine <laughs> it's a far-reaching problem that everybody needs to pay attention to and do better and yes you know if you follow a certain company you love their stuff whether it's they make great hats or whatever and somebody starts stepping down there's shit happening you know um it's frightening because these folks that make this game with such passion and and care that aren't treated right. And yeah. One other thing too, Demi, I don't know if you, I didn't, I don't remember if you say anything about it, but the, the HR files that got shredded. Yep. Which is, that was, that's now been added into the lawsuit as well. Yep. And yeah, <laughs> it's, it's my favorite game. And it's, by osmosis, I like to think some of my favorite people make it, even though I've never met them. <laughs> now that's dangerous. Yeah. That's dangerous to think that way, probably. But but that's I just what we want all to do. Thought. Yeah, I just want to do better for them and and make sure that this, like like we like you had stated earlier, even though we're tired, we got to keep pushing. Yeah. Well, it's the fact that you know, and the you know the articles have said it. It's the rock star status that the guys at the top of the studio had, and we. We as a community, you want want an analogy, and and I don't want to. It's it's not, not it's not for every single person. But imagine being in the AV club in high school, and then all of a sudden you're playing for Metallica. Yeah, that's not the right mind. You know, like that. That's not. It doesn't make it right, and it doesn't excuse anything. But that's kind of the way it oh, feels so, like. Oh, yeah, so yeah, suddenly they were thrust into the limelight, and they yeah. were trying to see what the they most, could get away with. Right, the most popular video game in the history of the world, yeah. probably, for the better part of 15-year run. Well, it's, been, it's certainly the world's biggest selling MMO. Right. Across all, t- you know, across all time. You can't, you know... 
Um, nobody should expect perfection from anybody because nobody is. But you can't be having... Uh, <laughs> I don't want to go back over all that shit, but good people alleged in this suit are not good people. Let's just put it that way. And it breaks all of our hearts, I think. Yeah, it uh, it comes back to the fact that we... They told us they were better than that, and we believed them, mm-hmm. and we held them up to that. And the fact that um, it's it's goes back over 10 years means that those people that we held up as our heroes were imp- are implicated. They did not do the right thing. And it was brought to them. It was brought up to them. They were told that this was going on, and they did not do enough. Right. And HR you know? is there for the company's benefit, not for yours. So, that, <laughs> yeah, there's, so there's a whole thing around. So there's two things. One of the things that you just mentioned about um, this is not just a Blizzard. This is not just an Activision Blizzard, Activision Blizzard King problem. It is not. I can put my hand on my heart and say this happens in a lot of companies at various degrees. Not always as bad as this. Sometimes I have seen it verging on this bad. But there are any company, there will be microaggressions like this. There will be little micro things that happen that if on they are not stamped out at, at the source, they will continue to grow and fester and become malignant little, well, malignant big, you know, cancerous lumps within your organization that can really really upset your organization and demoralize your staff and that is not what you want um so that's that's one part of it um and then the second thing you said about hr being there for the company and not for you um i have experience of working in hr um and it's i think i i don't know if this is just my personal experience um but I think in the U, possibly in the UK and maybe in the wider EU, because we have things like unions that are effective, um, I think that might put a different slant on HR. Um, sure. Because I know, well, we have ACAS, first of all, um, which is a, a independent sort of advisory service that you can go through if your HR is shit. Basically, you can go through um, and you can sue your old employers up to three months after you've left. You know, you can start proceedings and whatever. So it might be that there's some difference there. Um, my understanding in the within the US is that HR is a pile of poop. Yeah, I, I'd like to think there's good there, but from what, and it might be because of this this whole deal and I pay more attention to it now, it sure doesn't seem like that. Yeah. Yeah, that, that I I would I mean from what I've read and heard from the past Blizzard employees and current Blizzard employees, HR within that company is one hundred percent not there for the employees, yeah. or wasn't. I don't know. You know, we don't know what the changes are going to be now. Sure. Um, so how do you feel about playing World of Warcraft right now, Brico? Well, after the initial week or two, I really struggled to even think about it. Um, but then I started playing again with some good folks and I really love the Burning Crusade classic. It's my home. I love it there. (laughs) 
and it had started to make me smile again. And then I got to thinking, you know, my, my sub is helping to pay the folks that we want to keep there and, and are working so hard and striving to make change. So now I look forward to playing WoW when my internet allows it. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm leveling up a Dark Iron Shaman in, in uh, current WoW to hopefully get a raid spot and go go deal with Sylvanas myself because I've all I've I've needed to do that. I've said it on I think that will be very, days. very cathartic for you. Yes. <laughs> um but my sub doesn't run out until January, I believe. I'm a six monther, so yeah. for sure I I don't know I think I'm at peace with my decision to keep playing. Now, I can change that if more things come about or things don't start changing for the better for the employees. Yeah. Um, but for now, I think I'm still happy in Azeroth. I'm happy to talk about it. Um, um, as far as that goes, I think, yeah, I think I'm just going to keep playing for now and supporting ABK and, 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 you know, doing what I can from my little, my little perch over here in Minnesota, you know, how about you? What do you, what do you think? Or how do you feel? Um, well, I had been streaming world of Warcraft for, um, well, realistically, like consistently I'd been streaming again since March. Um, and I was really enjoying it. Um, but when that, when it all went down, I just, I don't feel I can advertise their product right now. And also because I'm aware of keeping people safe. Um, you know, one of the things that we've always said with this podcast is that we want to introduce good people to other good people. Um, and by that, we mean people who are inclusive, people who get that, that this kind of behavior that was demonstrated at abk is not acceptable um and they are actually doing stuff about it you know rather than just um saying that it's shit um and i i feel that i want to keep my community safe so at the moment i'm i'm still playing I have a raid team. I am the leader of a guild. So, you know, I have a certain amount of responsibility to those people. Um, so I, for a long time, that that initial Thursday, I didn't play. I, I just couldn't bring myself to play. I did the um, mass log out when the players logged in. I was going to ask a, you about that. That was yeah. pretty neat. I couldn't because I was at work when they were doing it. But that I was, did that. that was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, that was uh, that. That was a nice moment of solidarity from the players. Um, so I think you know I I will continue to play. Um, I am unlikely to stream it anytime before nine point two. I think mainly because I stream for the story um, and to play through the story on stream, and there isn't any new story at the moment. So. Um, sure from that perspective i won't be streaming it um i want to keep playing two 
support the people that are in the fight, you know. We as yeah. community members we are in the fight, but we are not the people that can actually make the change. That has to be from the people within the company. Um and it's now that that anger and that flame has died down, this is when we have to keep going and that's when it's so hard and that's why I think this today talking about it again is so important because so many people will be like They'll be fatigued about it, and that's absolutely allowed. You know, it is exhausting, but we have to keep talking about it, and we have to keep doing this, and we have to, you know, address these questions, or we'll never move forward. We will never have equality for everybody. And any little thing that our 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 lovely little passion project here can do to that, maybe anybody that works at Blizzard hears or whatever if if we help them a little bit to to be to stay as brave as they have been and to keep fighting and and we're behind them is it's tough because you know you got to keep like you said the pressure on keep retweeting keep you know doing all that at the end of the day it's the only thing i i am afraid the only thing that's going to affect activision blizzard king is if we stop paying the subs or we stop buying the candy crush crap or you know what i mean like that's my biggest fear that that's the only way to get to them well that's why i'm hoping we can keep pushing and keep talking about this not maybe not every time we record or or what you know yeah no we won't you know we'll we'll talk about it when there's new news um and, and i and i think the idea that you said about blizzard that blizzard and law watch are doing where they blizzard watch and law watch are doing where they say at the end you know we stand with the the um employees of abk working for a better activision blizzard absolutely we, we you know we can i've had that banner up on my stream even though i'm not streaming wow i've still had it up there and i will you know we can absolutely put that in our outro um um but i also think you know if we want those people to still be employed and the shareholders are bringing in bringing a suit against some shareholders are bringing a suit against abk now to say if we'd known that this was happening and Uh you knew it was happening because you were under investigation for two years and you knew it was happening and you yeah they didn't tell them they're getting sued it's great yeah they're getting sued this is a good thing yes yeah (laughs) that is gonna hit them where it hurts and i think Um, that's why they've not said much Yeah, well, you know, the fact that this investigation went on for two years before the suit was filed, you know, tells me that that is some serious shit and that, you know, a a lawsuit like this is going to hurt them in the pocket. They, a lot of people are saying they will probably settle out of court um, and they may well settle out of court, but that doesn't mean we let up the pressure, you know, it will cost them a lot of money, you know, and it should. So Activision might be sitting there going, um, you guys are done. I'm out. Peace. But yeah, you know, I, Activision might be part of it too, you know, but they are part of it. Of course they are. Um, you know, there are numerous, there are not numerous, but, um, Bobby Kotick himself has been accused of sexual harassment in the past. Um, so it's, you but know, yeah, it, 
It, there, you know, it's definitely not just and and the lawsuit is against Activision Blizzard King. It's not just against Blizzard, but it's Correct. because Blizzard was our baby, if you like, and we've loved it for so long. We feel yeah. it's a special case. That's why it's impacted us. But it is through Activision. In fact, what does the the lawsuit says? Uh, Activision Blizzard Inc., Blizzard Entertainment Inc., and Activision Publishing Inc. So, yes, Activision oh, yeah. is definitely uh, in there, not just alongside Blizzard. So, but what does that mean for this show? What does all that mean for this show? We could probably go for another hour because I got to talk my way through this. <laughs> what? Um, so, I've noticed you've been playing a lot of Final Fantasy and Sims. I have, yes. Um, my stepdaughter has the Sims for whatever the recent yeah. one she just got it for Christmas. I've watched her play. I've never played. Um, I did dabble with Final Fantasy. Uh, is it 14, I think? Yeah, 14 is the MMO yep. online version. Uh, yeah. The, um, and while I was confused, I enjoyed the setting and, and first starting, but I, I did not um, purchase the game. So I could not log in the next time I wanted to play. So I was a little frustrated with that. And it's, I'm not in a position where I can just buy another game like that. And and not only that, but with the little time I have, it's hard to tear me away from, you know, Azeroth. So absolutely. Yeah. um, As I have more time this winter, I might dabble a little more in it just because a lot of my friends are playing it now too. Yep. But I've also got a real good group of, of folks playing in Azeroth with me. And it's yeah. hard to not do that with friends you've made over the last, well, like Lisa or Lystra and I have been friends since 05. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, we met each other in this game and we stream together when we can on Wednesdays, whatever, within, with the, uh, uh, the hardcore duo challenge. It's yeah. super fun. And I don't want to stop doing that because it brings me joy. And I yeah, think of course. it helps, especially if even in passing, while we stream it, we talk about something that just happened with the lawsuit or, you know, say something good happened for God's sakes, please. Yeah. You know, yeah. we can say something about that. And at the end, we can always say we, we stand with ABK. Yeah. And all the folks, you know, stuff like that. So I think I'm going to stay in World of Warcraft. And, yeah, yeah. And mostly classic Burning Crusade. I, I'm still not leveled to max. <laughs> no, well, you just do what you just, you know, the, the, what you said there about finding the joy is I think that's the important thing. And, and in regards to this show, you know, we've always been a World of Warcraft-focused show. And I think moving forward we will still have a heavy prevalence towards that game because it's, you know, it's my first love as an MMO. I am playing Final Fantasy and I am really enjoying it. It has opened up my eyes to a lot of things that World of Warcraft could do better. There are a lot of things that Final Fantasy could learn from World of Warcraft too. Um, You know, the fact that in Final Fantasy, every zone that you go through, you... um, 
get a, a loading screen every time you go through it's not you know like you wouldn't you know when you go from elwyn to westfall you just yep. go across the bridge and there you are in westfall in final fantasy when you go between two different zones you get a loading screen um sure. so that's kind of weird um you are forced in final fantasy to play dungeons if you want to progress the next to the next part of the main story i personally would prefer not to do that but that's okay. It's not terrible, but it have to be five mans or whatever. Is it it's dungeons a fo- like it's we a, think Yeah, of? it's a four man dungeon. So their dungeon system is four man as opposed to five man. But one of the best things is it's all auto loot. You don't even have to bend down to the mob. The first time the mob. I do like. And I was like, but I haven't looted playing damage meters. Yeah, there's no damage. That takes meters. a lot of toxi- toxicity out of the There's, there's a community. huge. Um, I think that would be a topic in itself for a future show, to be honest, because I think <laughs> that has a major impact on the game. Sure. Um, and I'm not at end game in Final Fantasy. I mean, I'm only level thirty three, um, but I am really, really enjoying it. Um, so I think there's a lot that we can talk about there. So we will sure. still, you know, we will talk about other games, and we will have on people from other gaming communities to come and talk about their games it might be final fantasy is an obvious one um yeah. it might be sims well, new world coming too. yeah and there's new world you know there's a lot of people out there that are, are going off to play that um there's there's some really good people in the sims community that i'd like to talk to because i adore the sims i started playing spirit fairy yesterday but you know it can. It doesn't necessarily have to be a game that we've played. It could just be sure. somebody that we've come across that, or that you guys have recommended as somebody that you think fits the remit yeah. of the show. Um, you know, and we can chat to them. And obviously, we'll have to change the way the questions work, and I'll have to do some stuff around that. But you know, we are still going to be doing a show. Um, I am going to have to redo some of the logo because the logo says a World of Warcraft podcast, so I might have to tweak that a bit. <laughs> Sure. Well, and one um, other thing, um, before this happened, Demi and I were talking a little bit about getting getting our 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 content out to you a little quicker, and there was talk of me maybe doing like a Bricko and Burning Crusade. Yeah, and doing and more whatnot. content, really. And I and I would like to revisit that when we get some time. So yeah, or when when I get more time, I should say. <laughs> Yeah, you I know, mean, we're it's getting the, cooler weather here, so I, I I'm hoping to have some time here coming up. But I think just different things like that. That way, the folks that are really into classic, yes, have a little nibble, you know, yes. and then people who are into whatever other game, you know, we can yeah. we can give them a nibble also. Absolutely. And the thing is, you know, all those things that we talked about. So the Demi and Dracorus do law that will yeah. still happen. The Bricko and the Burning Crusade that will still happen. The third faction after hours, that will still happen. You know, these things are not, they haven't gone away. It's just that we've taken the time out over the summer to, you know, kind of feel our love for the game again and the world that we're in. Um, But I think, you know, something that I've heard other people say is that Azeroth belongs to us. It doesn't belong to the people that have been shitheads. You know, it belongs to us, the players and the developers and the content creators and the media producers and all the rest of it. You know, it's ours and we can choose to make it what we want to. I agree. Well said. 
<laughs> well, I didn't, wasn't the first person to say it, but I do I definitely think, agree. I with remember it, see. So. I think uh, Taylor Yesen said it too. I saw him. That would that. yes, that would make sense. I am a T and E fan girl, so that would yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, I may have absorbed it from there. Um, is there anything else you want to add to this show, Bricko, before we wrap up? I just do, I, and you cannot edit this out. I'm going to get sappy for a second. I'm not going to edit any. When have you ever known me to edit things <laughs> right. out? I don't. I don't really do that. <laughs> um, it's just super great to see your face and, and hear your voice again, Demi. Um, Twitter ain't enough for me. I need a little more of you in my life. So I'm glad we're. I'm glad we're getting back on that horse. Oh, dude. <laughs> That's so sweet of you. You're such a gent. And and for anybody who like. I, I might be the person that drives the show and like does a lot of the stuff behind the scenes, but I couldn't do it without somebody like Bricko in my corner. So, you know, it, it's very, very important to have somebody in. Everybody needs a Bricko, basically. It's very nice of you to say. And if you could find you, <laughs> if you could find you a Demi, grab on and hold tight. <laughs> oh, but that's going to wrap us up, guys. We've we've talked a long time and, and we know that we could talk about this again and we could carry on talking about it. But that is going to wrap up the show um, for this episode. I'm sorry if you have heard lots of small boy giggling and running around in the background. My kiddo has his bestie over, um, which I thought would be a great idea because he'd keep him occupied, which he has. But they have also, you know, been making a lot of noise in the meantime. So... My apologies if, if you've heard. Yeah, my apologies <laughs> if you've heard any of that. But we will be back in around two weeks' time with a guest. I don't know who it'll be yet. We'll figure that out as we come up, uh, as we get towards it. Normally, I have like three months in the future planned out, but things are changing, so um, that's not happened just yet. But we will bring you a guest. We will bring you more from the world of gaming in general and the community around it. Until then, you can find us on Twitter at The Third Faction Show, which is at three, the number three, RD Faction Show. Or you can find me on at Demetanoth, which is D-E-M-E-T-E-R-N-O-T-H. Or Bricko, who is on at Bricko Stud, which is B-R-I-C-C-O-S-T-U-D. You will be able to catch us live at twitch.tv slash the third faction show, but please make sure you follow the Twitter account for announcements as when we go live because our times do vary. For all the other links on where to find us, you can visit the website at www.thethirdfaction.com, including the link to the Discord server, which is live and up and running. And I'd really like to see lots of people in there chatting. Uh, and then if neither of those options appeal, you can always email us on the third faction show at gmail.com. If you would like to support the show, uh, you can do so at patreon.com forward slash the third faction show. We will always be free, but your support does help us cover the costs and will enable us to bring you more. And I would like to say a huge, huge thank you to our patrons who have continued to support us, even though we've been on hiatus. You guys yes, are amazing. It means an awful lot to us. Thank you so much. Finally, if you like what we do, then you can leave a review on your chosen podcast platform. Or if that doesn't work for you, you can leave one at warcraftradio.com forward slash directory. If you don't leave a review, the very best thing you can do is tell your friends about us. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you, Bricko, for talking that through with me. I feel a lot better.
I do too. Thank you so much, everybody. Uh, it's good to be back. And thank you so much, Demi. You are the queen of podcasting. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but uh, maybe my crown needs a bit of a polish. Anyway, guys, remember, be kind to yourselves and each other. <laughs>